Hey guys, it's Honey. Welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. Alright, I know it's been a while since I've been here and I have... Well, let me first say this is an adult-only podcast. If you're under 18, please do not listen. <laughs> you know what that's going to do to an under 18-year-old, right? We all know, but hey, I'm saying it anyway. Back out. Do not enter my doors. <laughs> All right. Um, it is a, an adult-only podcast, guys. And um, what else I want to say before I get started? As usual, please email me. Guys, your emails have really slowed down. And I would appreciate it if you would start communicating more. I, I, I'm still getting them. Um... I got a very nice one from Neil today that I replied to, uh, but I, uh, I would definitely not complain about getting more. And, and honestly, that sort of has to do with the topic that I have to talk about today, but I'll get into that. Um, but please feel free to contact me with anything, questions, stories, um, I'm happy to hear it all, guys. I'm, I'm an open book, so I will share with you, and I will give you my honest opinion about anything. So please, uh, don't be shy, okay? And my email is honeyshive62 at gmail.com. H-U-N-N-Y-S-H-I-V-E 62 at gmail.com. All right, guys. So I have debated... Um, on whether to do this podcast or not, this particular episode, this topic, um, it, it can just be sensitive for people. And I, I guess it could probably also be a turnoff for some, um, I'll just tell you what it is in case you just want to click off now. Uh, it's depression, anxiety, stress, and your sexuality. Um, I happen to think it's a really good topic. It's something that I'm going through at the moment. And that's part of the reason I've debated talking about it as well. Um, but I, I know it's just a bit of a, a tender topic with some people. You know, people don't really like to hear about the negatives of life. But I don't want to make this a negative, okay? So if you're still if you're still listening, I'm I don't want to make this a negative, okay? I want to actually bring you solutions. And I want it to be upbeat and positive. So I'm not looking to be a negative Nelly here. Um so please, you know, don't leave. Listen. Um and I'm not sure if it's going to be very long either. It, it probably won't be. Uh, so the first thing I want to tell you is I just want to give you a little background on myself. I want you to understand where I come from related to this topic. And I want you to understand that I, I honestly do have experience with it. And, um, I have, I have pretty, pretty big opinions on it as I do with everything. Um, so, you know, as far as my as far as my life goes, I, I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of, um, 
emotional trauma in my life as well as physical trauma in my life which I'm not going to go into all the you know details of it but um but I have had since I've been very little like I think really started at about four um and just never really stopped <laughs> my entire life um I've had a lot of trauma so I I have a pretty good case of PTSD and I've always had anxiety related to that uh and um I've never been a big advocate of medication but I had some things happen since 2019 um that actually changed my opinion on that and so I do um I do take an uh, anxiety anti-anxiety medication and it has helped me tremendously I would I would go so far as to say it changed my life yes it absolutely did so if you have any questions um, coming from a person who was always anti-medication um, always wanted to take care of everything myself uh, if if you're that way or you know anybody in your life that's that way and and you want to talk about it please feel free to get a hold of me like I said I'm an open book and I will share with you you know the things that changed my mind and how it's affected me um, but so so I've so I've had you know these things happen and and currently currently okay so so briefly and again these are this is probably the biggest reason I debated not talking about this but and I'm going to keep it as vague as possible I'll just say that every one of my family members um you know and when I say family members I mean my immediate family um uh and I'm not my primary not my children and grandchildren I'm talking about my mom my dad my siblings um they all have been diagnosed with cancer now my brothers passed from it one it took like eight years one it took three months so it was very traumatic very fast for one of them and that's what happened in 2019 my mother's a survivor and currently diagnosed and my father just got diagnosed with a pretty aggressive cancer so this is what I'm dealing with personally so it's caused a lot of stress recently and this has been going on since well forever <laughs> but with my dad it's just been going on for since the first of this month which is why I haven't been here um, which I also want to apologize for I know um, that so many of you reached out to me and told me that you wanted me to uh, continue doing multiple podcast episodes every week and I haven't changed my mind I am going to I've just had a lot going on um, with him being in the hospital almost this entire month so I haven't changed my mind I'm going to continue doing multiple episodes don't worry um, so anyway so this is all the stress that I've been under and it has had a huge effect on me as you can imagine um, I think that I deal pretty well with stress but you know we're we all are affected in one way or another and I'm definitely affected and and I started thinking about it today well I've been thinking about it the last few days actually um, stress 
and depression, anxiety are big factors in our sexuality. And, um, and it, you, it can have an effect. Like, I think the most common way that it affects people is their libido uh, crashes. And they get so uh, bogged down in their depression, anxiety, stress, whatever the case is. Sometimes it's all of the above. And they can't think of their sexuality. They can't, in a lot of cases, they can't even take care of themselves. They're not doing any kind of self-care, let alone sex. Uh, and I think that that part of part of the problem with what I just said is that a lot of people, a lot of people still think of sex in sort of a taboo way. So when you think of self-care, um, you're thinking hygiene and eating properly and getting your rest and stress reduction. But if you were to say to, to most people, yeah, but you also have to consider your sexuality, they would think you're a pervert. It's like, why, why, why would you even go there? Why does sex have anything to do with this? You know, their, their immediate reaction can be very negative. And I'm here to say, put it on the list. <laughs> um, Self-care includes your sexuality. Of course it does. You know, we all benefit from human interactions, human touch, and that includes sex and everything that leads up to it and follows it. And as long as we think of it in terms of a negative, we're never going to add it to our list of self-care. We just won't. And we will never suggest it to others. We will never take care of our partners the way they need to be taken care of. It's not a negative, it's a positive. And it is a stress reducer. It is a comforter, a soother. And I don't think enough people look at it like that. Now, I currently am in a relationship where we do not get to see each other very often. And so I soothe myself when it comes to my uh, affection um, and sexuality, I soothe myself through talking to him, connecting with him. Um, now, he's not much of a, a talker, so we, we aren't necessarily on the same page with that, but he, he, does, he does well, and I can see that he tries, so I can appreciate that. Um, and, and those things help. Those things help with you when you're, when you're depressed or anxious or stressed in life to, to have your partner, um, you know, take a moment and give you what you need. And so if you, if you live with your partner and they are going through something or you are going through something, <laughs> you'd need to not shut the sex off. And even if you don't feel like it because you're stressed or depressed, you need to hug and you need to cuddle and you need to stroke and you need to give that affection. And if you need to insist that your partner either give it or receive it, you know, whatever the case is, then you need to. 
I think the first step in making sure that we all take care of ourselves in this way is admitting that we need it. And you got to get rid of the stigma. Too many people stigmatize sex and sexual needs. So when I tell someone, because I'm very aware of the fact that sex soothes me. And when I tell a new partner that if I'm sick or I'm depressed, sex will help me. And it doesn't have to be sex even, just affection. Affection will help. And even if I am in a mood and I'm, I'm not feeling it and I'm rebuking, rebuking them, I'm, 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 you know, telling them to leave me alone, they should just push through. They should push through and they should insist that I hug them. They should insist that I lay with them. They should insist that I allow them to, you know, massage my feet or my shoulders or, or whatever the case is. And when I tell a new person that, a lot of times, like I'll use my ex-husband as an example. I told him when we first got together that if, if I ever, you know, tell you no or... Um, you know, decline being affectionate and you know it's because I'm not feeling well or I'm um, depressed or stressed. You need to just lay down with me and insist or you need to come sit next to me and hold me or, you know, and, and he completely, because I even went further, I even said, have sex with me. Um, having sex with me will, will be a really good thing. Uh, and he, he actually physically got upset. He got upset. He let me see that he was upset by the thought of me wanting that. If I was upset, he's like, if you're upset, I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from you. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm like, and I tried to explain to him, not everybody wants that. And I'm telling you what I want and what I need, but he couldn't get past the negative that it made him feel that if he was to, to, to insist on that with me, insist on affection, that he would be imposing his feelings onto me and that would be wrong. And I, I understand that. And I understand there are people that actually do feel that way and that's fine. But if you have a partner who was telling you that it soothes them, that it makes them feel better. Why would you deny them that? See, and that, that I don't understand. I mean, if you're in a good place, if you're in a good place and your partner's the one that's upset, why would you begrudge your partner something that would make them feel better? I mean, is it ego? Is it, is it pride? Is it the stigma of getting in someone's space? when they are obviously upset? I, I don't know. I mean, only you can answer that if, if you find that you do this. But, and I guess all I'm trying to say is we have to practice self-care and we need to realize that sometimes affection or even sex is part of that self-care. And no, we're not going to want it if we stigmatize it, if we make it into a negative, if our initial reaction is, well, that's just freaking, I mean, like you have no self-control. You're just, you're a pervert. You, you're a nymphomaniac. Oh my God. You just, you know, 
if you attach all those feelings to somebody who says it would make me feel really good to just be intimate with you right now, um, then you're not going to be able to help them. So you need to be open-minded for yourself and your partner. And you need to be willing to help soothe your partner and soothe yourself. And you need to be open-minded enough to, 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 to at least accept this might be something that could help. Um, and if your reaction is one of negativity, that might not be a, like a visceral, well, yeah, it is, but it might not be a true reaction. It might not be a true emotional reaction. It's just, it's a, um, well, it's a reaction. It's not a response. It's not, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that's how you truly feel. It's part of that stigma of sex and life. You know, there's a lot of people who stop having sex because something happens in their life, whether it's emotional or physical, and nobody ever told them they have to stop having sex. They just decided that their life is so sad that it would be repulsive, wrong, perverted to consider sex because sex is so meaningless and base. It's so base, you know, it's so primal. We should be able to control ourselves and not want that. But see, that's the problem. And that's, I guess, the whole, my whole point of this episode is to say that is the problem. Sex is not meaningless. Sex is not baseless. Sex is not just primal. Sex is not something that is a lack of control or a perversion. Sex is a way to make you feel connected in a intimate and most profound way with another person. Yes, sex can be very baseless and primal and, and instinctive and quick and meaningless. Yes, it can. I'm not saying it can't be. We all know, you know, there's a one night stand. It's called that for a reason. <laughs> um, I understand. And sometimes there are violent acts. I get it. I understand all that. And that's not what I'm talking about. When we're talking about self-care, that's what I'm talking about. And that can help heal your soul. But you can't heal your soul until you get rid of the stigmas and the negativity. So, anyway, that's what was on my mind today. And, um, yeah, please, 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 please feel free to reach out to me and, um, let's talk about it. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about the stigmas of sex and the healing that sex offers. Sex is, you know, I think that too, too much of sex is just negative. I don't think that we talk enough about how healing it can be. And it can be, it can be. Sex is so nuanced.
rights. I mean, think about it. Sex can can run the gamut from violence to extreme love, right? It goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. It's insane when you think about it. Is there, like, I don't know anything else in the world that is as profound or nuanced as sex. The meaning behind it, and again, sometimes no meaning. It has the ability to heal. You can take a person and you can heal, help, help to heal their soul by giving them what they need when they're hurting. And yes, that can be sex, it could be just intimacy, affection massage there's so many things that you can do if we can just get past all the stigmas that we attach to sex even good sex why is it the thing that we do in the dark you know the thing that we do only in certain ways I don't know you know what I mean I guess this sort of goes back to my whole, you know, wanting this to be a sex positive podcast. Um, this is a really good, this is a really good example of sex positivity. Um, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right here because I could probably just go on and on and on. Um, but I'm going to stop. I think I've said a lot. I think I've given you a lot to think about. I hope that I've given you a lot to write me about. I want to hear from you. I would love some conversations, guys. Um, and if anybody wants to uh, do a podcast with me regarding this topic, let's let's talk about it, okay? I will. I'm happy to record a conversation between us and post it for everybody. I think it's a great topic. If there's anything else on your mind, just let me know. But as usual, guys, I'm very happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're listening. It helps me to talk and um, it helps me to get your letters. So if you feel like helping me, write me, all right? And I hope to talk to you again. Uh, well, hopefully tomorrow or Friday, I'm going to do another episode of the, the erotic bedtime stories. So stay tuned for that. Guys, join my um, Patreon. It's only a dollar a month and you'll get my erotic bedtime stories on my Patreon as well as other things. Um, it's definitely worth way more than a dollar. Uh, so please. Oh, and there's a monthly drawing and just go to my Patreon. Just, just put in real sex talk with honey Patreon and you'll find it. There's also a link on this podcast uh, and there's a link on my Twitter and always spell honey H-U-N-N-Y. All right. And join, please. I hope to see you there and I hope to hear from you. Bye.